Greetings, brothers and sisters in Christ, and welcome to the Innocence Redeemed podcast. I'm your host, Ray Bergman, and the title of today's show is called Excessive Worry or Excessive Trust. So how this podcast came about, guys, was that um, I've been talking to some people lately who have been wondering what their next step is, where they're supposed to go, what they're supposed to do, what is the Lord's will for me. And I just want to get on really quick and do this podcast. It's going to be a very straightforward teaching, no holes punched. It's going to be very straightforward. We're in a season right now where the Lord is teaching us to trust him. You know, in other words, are we going to trust him or make grander plans to do whatever we want, and then we're missing what we're supposed to do, or we're not being obedient because we don't know how to wait on him. And I had done the podcast recently about suffering and waiting for the Lord. And there's no easy way about that, guys. Sometimes it is what it is. You have to stay still and be still until he gives instruction or direction. Now, some of you are in unfortunate living situations. Some of you are not in an area where you want to be. And you're wanting to get away. But if you continue to run from where you are, how do you know that you're not going to miss a blessing? How do you know that you're not going to miss the instruction as to what you're going to do? How do you know that by being obedient, just being obedient, even if he tells you to do something that makes absolutely no sense or leads you to do something that makes absolutely no sense, that there's not a blessing in that just for doing what you're supposed to do? Now to that, you might say, well, how do I know, you know, what he wants me to do? What if he's not answering me? What if he's not, there's always a way he shows you what he wants you to do. And sometimes it's right in front of us. We just don't like the answer. And if you don't know, or you're unsure, then you wait. Our primary focus should be on God's will right now, living each day for him. And most certainly praying into his will. If we don't know what that is, asking him for wisdom, he will not rebuke us for asking, but we have to ask what his will is. When we say the Our Father prayer, and we say, thy will be done, that literally means his will, may your will be done, not my own. Just like when I talked about the suffering and waiting, take this cup of suffering from me, yet not what I will, what you will. If we're not doing that, we're doing what we want to do. Let's start off in Luke 10, specifically verses 38 through 42. And this is when Jesus visits Martha and Mary, starting on verse 38. As Jesus and the disciples continued on their way to Jerusalem, they came to a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. Her sister Mary sat at the Lord's feet, listening to what he taught. But Martha was distracted by the big dinner she was preparing. She came to Jesus and said, Lord, Doesn't it seem unfair to you that my sister just sits here while I do all the work? Tell her to come and help me. But the Lord said to her, My dear Martha, you are worried and upset over all these details. There is only one thing worth being concerned about. Mary has discovered it, and it will not be taken away from her. What did Mary discover? Mary has discovered that it's worth more in being instructed by the Lord And his teaching, rather than being concerned with all these distractions that were in the world, things that are, frankly, in our day and age, not going to matter very soon. And that's why I opened at the beginning and said, you know, you might be concerned that 
you're in a certain situation and you can't stand it anymore and you need to get out of it. You need to get out of it. And sometimes you have to go away for a few days to plan something. Sometimes you have to wait for an answer. But regardless of what you do, you're supposed to be focusing on God. You are supposed to be in prayer constantly, especially when there's a situation like that, not running around to and fro trying to escape. Because if you are, you're going to have to keep inevitably coming back to the same thing and nothing's going to get accomplished. So it's a waste of time, in other words. It's like you're wasting time. And like I said, the longer it takes you to submit, then you're prolonging whatever the Lord's trying to do. And you might remember in the wilderness podcast, I had said, oh, you know, you're going to try to plan your way or you're going to say, well, I'm not going to do this or do that, you know, because this isn't what I want or, you know, this doesn't make sense. You know, I want to go here or I want to go there. Some people have to wait for a long time and some people have to pray for a very long time before they get an answer. And usually that's how your faith is tested. If he doesn't build our faith, guys, how can he take us on to doing greater things for him? How can he just take us where we want to go by not teaching us anything? How's that going to help us in the future? 1 Timothy 4, verses 8 through 11 says, Physical training is good, but training for godliness is much better, promising benefits in this life and in the life to come. This is a trustworthy saying, and everyone should accept it. This is why we work hard and continue to struggle. Note it says continue to struggle. For our hope is in the living God, who is the Savior of all people and particularly of all believers. Teach these things and insist that everyone learn them. So what was Mary doing? She was sitting before the Lord's feet, listening to what the Lord was teaching. In this time, we need to be in the Lord's presence. No matter what, we need to be doing our best to double down on whatever it is he's trying to show us and praying for wisdom and discernment. And speaking of that wisdom, James 3 verse 17 says, But the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure, then peace-loving, considerate, submissive, note it says submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere. So the key there really in that verse is being submissive. You're submitting to the Lord. You're not being disobedient and running around doing whatever you want. You're willing to listen to what he's trying to teach you. And right now he's teaching a lot of people patience. He's teaching all of us to wait on him and to trust him. We need to be concerned only for the day. If we're worrying a week down the road, if we're worrying what's going to happen tomorrow, like, oh, I'm afraid I'm going to be in this situation, or I'm afraid I'm going to be in that situation. How is that going to benefit us? How is that going to add a cubit of stature to our lives? If we're in the Lord's presence and we're allowing him to teach us, and if we're willing to rest in him, we can learn a lot more than running around and doing whatever we want and being busybodies. Because when you're not at peace, you're not hearing from him as clearly. And see, this is what I've talked about before when I've said there's many who will say that they have faith, but the moment they're put to the test, they're running around like a chicken with its head cut off. And you can't be doing that because in the future, you're not going to be able to do that. You're, a lot of us right now, we're being trained to wait. He's growing our faith, guys. He's teaching us not to worry and to trust him. You may think that you have the faith that it requires, but God knows truly where we are. 
And that's why we're even told to be honest in the evaluation of ourselves, not pretending that we have more than we really do, more faith than we really do. Some of us are being sent on short journeys. And in that there's training because he's teaching obedience to hear his voice. It's not so much about where you're going as it is you're, you're learning the obedience of how to hear him and discern what he's trying to show you. And at the very least, it's a spiritual discernment. You may not always hear audibly, but you feel led in the right direction. He's also usually teaching, if there's more than one person involved, he's usually teaching both people something. It might be you one thing and the other people something else or the other person something else. So in these and in the waiting, there is a lot sometimes unfortunately suffering there's going to be suffering it's going to be mental sometimes uh you know the enemy uses it to attack you and he'll use it to tempt you and let me just try to give you good advice here do not give in to the temptations and as we go forward in the future guys we need to be walking in the truth and worshiping in truth we cannot be doing if we're, we can't be getting angry at god because we don't understand and then slipping back into old sins because there's going to be consequences for that. And then you're just prolonging what he's trying to do. And that is not honoring him. First Peter 1, verses 6 through 7. So be truly glad. There is wonderful joy ahead, even though you must endure many trials for a little while. These trials will show that your faith is genuine. It is being tested as fire tests and purifies gold. Though your faith is far more precious than mere gold. So when your faith remains strong through many trials... It will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed to the whole world. We are in the training right now because of what we're going to be walking through in the future. And this is what we all have to come to understanding and agreement on. And so if you're in a season of waiting, you're being tested and you're being trained to trust the Lord. And in that, your faith is being refined where it's needed. And the best thing you can do is be submissive. You know, in other words, don't run out ahead of the Lord. Don't become impatient. First Peter 5, verses 6 through 7, and then verses 9 through 10. So humble yourselves under the mighty power of God, and at the right time, he will lift you up in honor. Give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares about you. Do not give a foothold to the devil. Stand firm against him, and be strong in your faith. Remember that your family of believers all over the world are going through the same kind of suffering you are. And that is the truth. There are a lot of people. I have talked to them. Guys, I'm going through it. There's people I know going through it. Everyone's going through a similar, that I've talked to is going through a similar situation right now where we're like waiting. We're waiting. Like, what's my next uh, assignment? What's my next role? What am I supposed to do next? Lord, are you moving me? Where are you moving me? And this is another thing. And I'm sorry to interject in the verse, but this is another thing. How do you know? That if you run out ahead of the Lord, how do you know that once you get to where you're going, let's say that you go somewhere a thousand miles away, how do you know that when you're there, he may not speak to you and then you're not going to be prepared? Do you know what's going to happen tomorrow? No, you don't. So remember, your brethren are going through the very same things you are, and we're all being tried and tested right now. Our faith is being stretched. This is why I talked about this in the last podcast, guys. Continuing on, in his kindness, God called you to share in his eternal glory by means of Christ Jesus. So after you have suffered a little while, he will restore, support, and strengthen you, and he will place you on a firm foundation. So what can you do while you're waiting? Well, seek and learn from the Lord. 
number one. That's what you should be doing anyway. But number two, is there people around you you can uplift? Is there somebody around you? Can you do something to support someone? Can you help teach them? Can you help encourage them? Can you you know, be merciful to them in some way and lift them up? Because there's a lot of people who are downtrodden right now. You know, suicides, guys, they're on the rise because a lot of people, they don't know what's going on. You never know when the opportunity could present. And this is another thing. If you run ahead, how do you know you may not be where the Lord wants you to be at a certain time? You also have to consider that he's protecting you. You know, you might want to go hike in the mountains, but you are prevented from getting there. Well, how do you know that when you hike on that trail, you're not going to slip and break your ankle? That's not going to really be conducive to what you're being called to do. How do you know what's going to happen tomorrow? You know, we're on the brink of war. There's all kinds of things going on right now, guys. We, we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. We are in a season where we need to wait on the Lord. When he gives instruction, then we move. But not until then. Be still and listen for his small but mighty voice. Remember, a time for everything. Not just to say, oh, well, I'm going to go do what I want and it'll work itself out or I'm going to just go do this or go do that. It's like, no, if it's a big, if it's something big, you need to be praying on that and waiting and submitting to the Lord and learning from him, listening to what he is teaching, not being concerned by the big dinner that Martha was preparing. And you'll say, well, this person's doing that and that person's doing this and that seems unfair. And I, why can't I do that? And, uh, I've said before, do not compare yourselves to others because what's happening with person A may not be the same for person B. You're where you are for a reason right now. It's important to know, never stop praying. And ladies and gentlemen, that's all I got for you right now. Until next time, stay vigilant, keep praying, and may God bless you all. Stay safe out there, okay?